I need to find that on the interwebs. Yep, interwebs will help you out, eh? Oh, yeah, eh? The I'll Google. Just, uh, get, get the moose going and say, hey, moose, find me the Bob Ross. Yeah, things. you put on the YouTube and you listen to some <laughs> Russian and you go on the Google and you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you take off. And then you take off, eh? Yeah, eh? Yeah, birdie at the eight points. <laughs> Established belief system is. I'm pretty sure I went to high school with a girl named Vedanica. Like, sacrilege is when you, like, defile $69.69 Canadian. You ever notice that those party at the all points guys, if you make an acronym out of their name, it's like PTAP, which sounds like a weird sort of vaginal scream. Actually, I'm pretty sure the, uh, the DJ and the MC for my bar mitzvah, she's my favorite NASCAR driver. Leaving with your girl when we last seen each other. Yeah, you fucking with the baddest like we tag team Rihanna Fly Girl on her knees. She don't want to come near me and my dick is too big. There's a big bang theory. Got a picture in my iPhone. What do y'all think? Why y'all niggas masturbate? I'm in that Ariel pink. If I am just a rapper, man, you could have fooled me. I'm the shit when these dudes talk, they talk and fool me. All right, nobody say anything funny because if you breathe and anybody even giggles at that, you will instantly be funnier than Jeff Bodine was for two whole seasons. Hello, welcome everyone to season two of Party at the A Points. Oh. <laughs> welcome back. Uh, thanks to Jacob and Joe from Rage of Sigmar with a special cameo from Bud on our new intro. Yes, uh, thank you guys. I feel loved. <laughs> they mentioned you by name. You're the only they one did, that gets a call did. out. Yeah, it's the call out you don't want, but uh, you know, that's that's life. I didn't even uh, know that was you, but I understand the joke now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see. It sounds it's gonna be, huh? You fuckers. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's right it, on. that's it. I'm drinking a diet coke. Just pause. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so with us today. We have uh, our usual guests, two of us at least, uh, myself, Dayton Overy. Rather hosts, our host, the, the, yeah. the host today. Uh, and we got Jeff Bodine. Can hey, hey everybody. And substituting for Price Vanderberg is Mr. Budtastic. Yay. Hi, it's me. Yay. Hi, my name is Budtastic Guy. I've appeared on many podcasts, and this is the first time on Party at the A Points. Yeah, we're almost, almost the A Points. We just got rid of Jeff. Oh, okay. yeah. But uh, Price yeah. is taking a little bit of a hiatus from the podcast world, just basically the War Dolly world. With there's a lot of real stuff going on in the world, and uh, you know, honestly, you just gotta put your priorities straight. And unfortunately, yep. War Dolly's yeah, is I'm, very low on the totem pole of things to do for sure. So, we're hopeful to see him again soon. Oh yeah, he'll come back for sure. We can't like bud bud's only he's got an expiry day of like two episodes at least I think. that's right that's all I'll last <laughs> and then dayton will be like oh. he's like potato salad Budtastic <laughs> is potato salad he's he's the mayonnaise you left in the sun too long that's right that's a special sauce at mcdonald's i don't age well uh in this episode 22 i believe uh, we'll be talking about Daughters of Cain, obviously what we've been doing in the holidays. We haven't had an episode in about four weeks now, so it's good to get uh, back to the microphone. Most of December, if not the entire month. And Jeff got a new microphone. I did. Yay. Yay. Don't hit the mic. Don't, don't, I just don't, wanted to show the form. world that it was there. <laughs> I mean, your audio usually does that for you, yeah. but no, it's good. Uh, mm -hmm. before we jump now in, people can hear my voice even more clearly, which is I mean, terrible. 
there's a lot of people who don't know who Budtastic is because he's not as popular as he thinks he is. But uh, <laughs> he's a professional knower of a few things. That's right. <laughs> he's he's older than me, so that's why I really really why I brought him on the show. So that you like can feel be better that. about yourself. Yeah, I don't want to be the old guy on the show. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, is Just... Jeff over six feet tall? No. Yes. Sure, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and other carefully crafted lies. Yeah, right. Je- well, Jeff, is, a- Jeff is built like those dwarves, like in Lord of the or, uh, in the Hobbit when they're in the barrels going down the river. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's Jeff. Okay, all right, good, good. Well, you know what? I could swim, so whatever. <laughs> I can't. So I swim. I'd sink. There's no water in well, we don't have, we don't have lakes on. So water in Manitoba. <laughs> I have a very important question. Who is Budtastic? Um, hello, my name is Budtastic Guy, as known on Twitter. Um, I've been in Warhammer Fantasy since 1994. Uh, no, it was a little after. It was like 96. Let me guess. Let me guess. Are you going to talk about how you used to play it a lot when you were in high school and then you went to college and... Started no. having sex and then didn't play it, and then you came back when you were thirty. No, I only started playing after I got married. Actually, um, that was in my twenties, and then yeah, we had kids, and I still kept collecting. I didn't stop, but it was like the age of like not very much internet, and I was like in the middle of nowhere. So it was ma- basically me meeting up with one or two people once or twice a year to play, and then. And then as internet and mag- White Dwarf magazine started giving more information about Canada, I started getting into the hobby more. But, yeah, I don't know. It's really only been in the last four or five years that I've gotten really back in hardcore uh, since Age of Sigmar, or the last two or three years. And, I don't know, I try and run clubs around this area, get involved more, uh listen to podcasts and connect with cool people because i don't know so what are you doing here is you know what am i doing here uh because they (laughs) begged me to it's like oh i can't be on this show i'll I'll let you i'll let you win i'll let you win this game of tts yeah i'll let you win tts (laughs) and just don't make me do this show with jeff alone that's all i ask that's fair that's fair oh i would run out of canadian jokes in like five ten minutes so (laughs) I don't know. Like, All right. I I I've started getting into like being on podcasts more because um, like I have a background in radio. Uh, that was my career before I had my midlife crisis, and I sent oh, like a I sent like a joke promo to to Rob for CanCon last year when uh, Joe Joe and Randy were gonna play at CanCon, and I sent a joke promo, and Rob was like, "This is awesome." Uh, except he did more of a Nottingham accent than what I did. I, mine was more London. Um, it's okay. And, Rob doesn't listen to our show. Uh, that's you fine. can say whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so that's how I got involved with Rob, like just uh, like voicing stuff for some of the the T Sports Network, and then uh, me and Joe started connecting on Twitter and playing TTS. He's like, "Yo, you want to read this intro for us?" 
and I did, <laughs> but then I did a fake one that was supposed to be horrible that we so sent good. To, that we sent to, that we sent to Jacob. It was like we're gonna send this to Jacob as a joke and say like, yeah, this was the intro we did, and he was supposed to think it was horrible. He was like, this is so dumb. I love it, and so they haven't actually used the real intro that I did for Rage of Sigmar. That's Have hilarious. you listened to it before, Jeff? No. Okay. Well, that that'll be for another time. But man, it's yeah. it's pretty fantastic. I even used a horrible mic for that, just so the quality would be really bad. It's the That's age of Aqu- it's the age of Aquarius. It really is. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I'm in the presence of damn near royalty. Okay. <laughs> Noted. But uh, what's what do you what's your armies usually typically play and what systems? I guess. Um, so people care about that stuff, I guess. Oh uh, yeah, I they guess do. It's kind of that podcast. Um, AOS is uh, that's been my main game uh, that I've played in Age of Sigmar. Uh, I was playing Zinch Mortals uh, for a while, and then when the Squigs came out, I did a big Squigalanch army. So that was the next year and a half two years and i've been i've kind of gone back to zinch but i'm going on more of the demon side of it rather than the arcanites so that's the aos uh 40k really only started getting into it uh since ninth edition came down um and a lot of the the events around here when they happened were 40k events so i figured if i want to play at events i better play 40k as well so actually, have for only being a, doing it for a year and a half, I have like four thousand points of Dark Angels and three thousand points of Thousand Suns right now. So it, all chaos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All chaos yeah. all the time. It's yeah. amazing. It's the obligatory Dark Angel joke you have to make. Yeah, it. I tried to ignore it, but I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeff just throws things in your face. That's, That's what he does. <gasps> yeah. Oh well. I'm so upset. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm gonna watch football. <laughs> Another one down. Man, my record is excellent. I'm gonna watch in the Browns re- win in record time. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> All right. Well, that's fantastic. I'm sure you'll get to know him a little bit more as this episode goes on. Yes. Hopefully. But I'm Jeff, sure he'll man, share how's some of his content? How's the How's the holidays been? Um, it's been a weird holiday. I. Well, America's uh, on went, fire, but yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's that. Um, we're gonna just disregard that, but uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> we we do yeah, mention wanna, politi- politics once in a while on we here because you get can't you can't avoid it. I mean, but you know, it is it is a part of our worlds collectively. Um, I I like for the show to be like a release from that, but you know, it comes into our lives whether we want it to or not. But um, Let's see. I'll talk about my my mother in law lives in Florida, so oh, let's talk about your mother. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm trying to explain what the hell's going on. Oh, so you're not so, in Florida? I'm not in Florida at the moment. Okay. No. All right. I just saw the Florida State Seminoles sweatshirt. Uh, so. Yeah, I lived in Florida for for almost ten years, so um, I do not currently live there, but my a lot of my extended family does, so we go there for Christmas. Um, but my mother-in-law is older, so we quarantined before we went down there, and when we went in for Christmas, we wore masks the whole time. So that was a very unusual Christmas. Um, you just and got to see your family. I did get to see my family, which is nice. Um, 
and I had to work because my job requires me to work over the holidays. Um, but I had to work uh, two days after Christmas, like calendar Christmas. So we moved Christmas up uh, to to be earlier, and we celebrated on Wednesday rather than Friday, and left on Friday to come back so that I could drive to the site. So, like, our Christmas was very unconventional, but um, I actually, I got some night hunt kits okay, there we for go. Christmas. There's yes, <laughs> that's, that's, yes, it's a, it's a complicated subject. Anyway, so, hey, don't, don't, don't. Don't hate. Don't hate yet. I thought you were going to tell me what you start having for breakfast every morning. You know, I might. You want to know? Do you want to know what I had for breakfast? But Maybe anyway. important. Is anything I say important? That's a, that's, that's a, that's a debatable question. Jeff, we anyway, love you. Come on now. I, I know. Yeah, let me get on with it. Okay. I had Been an on. extremely, extremely <laughs> prolific hobby session once I was in the hotel room on site i built probably 10 kits um i built a bunch built a bunch of night hunt um i finished up all the models that i needed for that stormcast anvils army that i've been talking about so that's all ready to go and all i have to do is start painting um i built a bunch of night hunt for a list that i'm talking about it's the same one that i shared a few weeks or well a few months ago um i built a bunch of sylvaneth kurnoff hunters those big tree guys um i built a bunch of slanesh um i guess really technically they're demons except for that mortal board you know that that box that comes with daughters of cain and slanesh yeah i got that pain, uh pain and darkness or what is it pain and something yeah but shadow uh, shadow and pain Shadow and Pain. Yeah. Oof. Well, I got that box and parted out the Daughters of Cain to somebody, and I tried to pedal away the Slanesh stuff, but nobody wanted it. So I ended up keeping it, and I built all that. <laughs> so I'm sorry. And, you bought the box and then tried to part up, like get rid of both sides of it? Yeah. Okay. A guy that I know, all right. A guy that I know wanted <laughs> the Daughters of Cain stuff. Okay. But so I decided to help him out. Okay. So I bought it. He paid for that half, and then I was just going to get rid of the other half. Okay. So you're being cool. I was, so I'm be, making I was a, trying I'm, to help somebody. I'm making you look like you don't know what the hell you're talking about, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but in right. reality, you're being yeah. very generous. I was trying not to be like, hey, I was being nice. Good, but, good guy, um, good purchase. So I tried to part it away. It did not happen. So I ended up building it, and then I also built some Necron stuff. So, You know, if you uh, jump on TTS, you can throw that Nighthawk list against me. Yeah. Uh, the problem for TTS for me is that I have a hard time of getting that much time uninterrupted at the house. So. Yet you play tournaments, so tell right, your wife there. that you're playing a tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe it may, You know what it is? Maybe I'm just afraid of, of, of facing Technology. you. Technology. Maybe I'm just afraid of losing to you because then my, my self-esteem bubble will be fully popped. No, no, that's <laughs> that's what it is. That's what it is. It's fear. I'm driven by fear. Sorry, I'm just pushing TTS now that I've learned how to play and I've been playing games like crazy. You know what it is for a long time? I was like really sketchy about the legitimacy of that thing. And because like originally it was presented to me as a way to play tournaments. And then I was like, well, this thing feels ripe for collusion. And then 
you know, it's like, can it do things right? I don't know. <laughs> it's it's what? <laughs> what what was that? Collusion. ITC points like are Yeah. Yeah, I mean it seems He's like wearing a, a Florida shirt. Comment, yeah. isn't it? Oh, okay. Fitting common, isn't it? Yeah, it's not 100 percent accurate with and TTS, and there's some things you just kind of gotta let slide. Yeah. Yeah. But for what we have right now, it it lets you play the game. Yeah, and it's an interesting way to reach out to people that you would not otherwise have contact with. So well, yeah. I just played I mean, I per- Owen Jackson friggin' of Wales. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm never gonna get an opportunity to do that. That's a good point. I mean, maybe I should open up the playbook a little bit, but I have not thus far. Yeah. But that's what I've been up to. I've been getting into TTS. Uh who showed me the ropes? Joe Cryer showed me the ropes finally. I've been watching for a long time, and then as soon as Joe showed me how to play, I went and played Bud like four times. <laughs> there you go. And Joe so Pagano did... smashed me. And oh, that's right. Then I played Owen Jackson this morning. So it was good. Yeah, what did he do? what did you play? Like you used your feck. Yeah, so I used my feck blister skin list with the one Terrorgeist, and he ran a Cities of Sigmar with a Frostheart Phoenix Anointed. Uh, yeah, a yeah. unit of 30. Is that a Heart? Which city? Uh, I think he ran Hallow. He wasn't was doing the casting. Was no, he wasn't doing the casting. Okay, then it wasn't Heart. Yeah, and I can't remember what it was. Did a bunch of really... shit relocate on the board? Like, yes, yeah, on everything. Re- half of his army was off. Okay, then it's uh, Living City. Living Sorry. City. So he ran Living Cities. Thank you. I'm not super familiar with Cities of Sigmar. He had a unit of 30 Hammers. Uh, Dreitcha, and then uh, the Nomad Nomad Prince yeah. with wild big unit of Wild Riders and two or three units of ten, the the Elf Blade guys, whatever they're called. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, oh come on. the Phoenix Guard or the Swordman? No, no. no, no, they're the Wood Elf they're, ones. They're the Wood Elf ones. Oh, okay. Uh, the Eternal Guard. Eternal Guard. No. No, they do two damage to monsters. They hit on threes and wound on threes. They're actually pretty good. So upset. Anyways, and then he had an interesting list. And then he had an exorcist with um, the comet endless spell. Right. But yeah, it was good. It's like it's a mid tier list, right? And that's interesting. Did he explain the rationale behind it? That's a really no. He's he's all over the place. He doesn't like playing um, for an etc like. Was he a captain or something of Wales <laughs> for like a top tier champion player? Uh, he doesn't really like to play the big meta lists. He likes to play the middle. Uh, he just had a tournament on T. He hosts a lot of tournaments on TTS. Yeah. Owen, you're getting a ton of shoutouts now. Awesome. Great. Yeah. Uh, he does a lot of TTS tournaments and he just did one called the fat middle and he eliminated <laughs> your ability to play Seraphon. Um, what was it? Lumineth. And Zeech. It must be Zeech, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he took out all the big top ones. And so it's interesting just... that he left Caradron but picked on Lumineth because Lumineth have been okay. But there are, like, once you get TTS involved, the limitations of models and painting aren't there anymore. So you can run that stupid yeah. right, shooty list. Caradron are straight up good. Yep. Oh, for sure. But you don't see them a lot in TTS, which is kind of funny. I don't know if the models aren't there or people just don't have the patience for it or what. <laughs> I played Caradron at a tournament. It was terrifying. 
Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so he, he's been doing a lot of TTS action and hosting tournaments and stuff. So he was a good one to reach out to, but he does like to play the middle tier armies. And I wasn't, I didn't want to run my daughter's can against him. I wanted to run my feck army. Cause I really do like my feck army. And I love that army. The yeah, they're so reports. fast. They're so blister skin. They're, they're just awesome. Ridiculous. Yeah. Like the models are just awesome. The lore is awesome. That's one that I keep looking at and going, man, why am I not? It's just the, the model range is limited. They're just that's awesome. What, that's what I don't even them. give a shit. They look, they look so great. Just well, I'm not gonna sit it. here and argue with you. I play the damn. They're party. cool, man. They're way <laughs> cool. And night hunt models, holy shit! I did not realize how awesome they were until I built a bunch of them, and I just couldn't stop. Yeah, night hunt are gorgeous. Guys. Yeah. They are awesome. They they make you. I mean, honestly, they made me really want to play that army bad. But that's what I mean. Like TTS, like you can put that army down and you can play games with it, right? Get reps yeah. in, which is a lot of fun. But turns out, um, two crypt horrors with plus three attacks attacking twice will wipe through a lot of five up save models and the anointed frost art phoenix can survive two rounds of attacking from a terror geist ghoul on terror geist i think i did like seven damage to him because he's got the four up that's crazy and minus one to wound is a really annoying bubble what's the rend on your big guy mine's two two okay but it's threes everything is everything in feck wounds on threes and now it's fours, yeah. so that really cuts back on things. And then the yeah, anointed I, has an after damage save of a four up, like uh, Archeon. Nice, nice. Yeah. I faced Feck when I was running my Iron Wall for Stormcast, and I had the where I had Stance Defender and the Lantern on a big unit of Dracoths, and all that shit bounced. Yeah, didn't do nothing. He he took the game for the most part in the beginning, um, and then I was able to kind of start wiping things off the board. Yeah, and. Uh, was coming back on points and then he we at the last leg like, was like round four he was going for like funner plays as opposed to like meta pushing plays to try to take the game so we just kind of settled it on that we had a really good time uh amazing point to play against that was my first time actually having an interaction with mr owen jackson he is a very charming individual yeah he seems like it he's pretty much canadian he says sorry more than i did <laughs> hey i, called, I just destroyed I your whole army too. sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. oops but he did get, I was castled up real hard for the minus one to hit against missile attacks with that artifact on my Vargolf. So I was like all crushed around him because he had Drycha. He deep strike Drycha and had her do 20 shots. So I was scared, like, because you can snipe off any character you want with Drycha deep striking. And minus two to hit really hurts that. And that's what did. Yeah. He tried to snipe up my Vargolf and took it down to two wounds left was able to push back but he dropped the comet on my castle so that comet sucks <laughs> it's not even the wounds like the fact can deal with the wounds because they regenerate so much it's the minus one to cast it just really hurts my army because i have no bonuses and there's a it's lot like, of spells you, like you need up. dice that you can just choose to help you cast your spells right <laughs> right here Zeech. he has these special yeah dice. so bud and i've been playing a lot of tts and bud's been refining his each list and it's uh, it's looking pretty good. I had a really once really you remember all the rules, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> I had a conflagration list that was just freaking hideous. I felt so bad playing that I, I I had to shelve it because people, you just saw that look of defeat in their eyes after turn one, and it's like you know what I'm breaking the soul of this community. I got to put this th- this <laughs> army away. It's too hard. It's too hard for people. They can't take it. Like they're not they're not learning anything. They're just getting crushed so hard. Learn that they're like giving up 
and I'm like, okay, show's over. This army is gone. It's sitting in a box behind me. So, yeah, he. Oh, yeah. Let me talk for Bud. He has a bunch of screamers and archaeo, and then yeah. <laughs> go for it, Bud. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, I don't know. Uh, I I usually play pretty. I don't know, my wife said my lists suck and I need to make better lists. <laughs> that like, sucked, bud. Yeah, she's, she was like, you need to, maybe if you would win games if you made better lists. Uh, you know, like, your wife you sounds ha- really interesting. I really oh, yeah. want to talk to her. <laughs> oh, like She was like, do you hamstring yourself just to be a nicer guy? I'm like, yeah, kind of. And I'm stubborn. Like, there's stuff I want to use, even though it's not good. And she's like, well, just make a good list. And I'm like... All right. Let okay. me search out Archeon. Yeah, so what can I so so what's a really big model that I can say, oh I'm I need to buy that now. Um so yeah, Archeon and Lord of Change and I started with just three units of screamers for my battle line, but uh the bodies <laughs> you need the bodies and so throwing the pink horrors in rather than taking Kairos seemed like uh seem like the better option so yeah I, and I, you know what actually i will i'm sorry to interrupt you i will credit uh Joe Pryor. An apology for interrupting that's not true um <laughs> i will credit joe crier to making a very good argument about the battalions not really letting you play with very many of the more exotic models like you there's no battalion you can take that lets you use um kairos other than i think there's one i think but like I would have loved to have been able to have the option to use Kairos in the configuration. Jeff, list. it's my job to mispronounce words. It's Kairos. <laughs> well, that's a proper noun, actually. It could be either. Unless you hear the originator of the term say it, we don't actually know how it's pronounced. Yeah, as soon as we get GW on boom. this on this podcast, yes. we're to... boom, you're busted. Dang. Yes, proper nouns do not obey phonics. <laughs> no, no, the joke's still there. It's fine. <laughs> Your face is still there, and that's a joke. Uh, we know it. that's not true, Jeff. Come on now. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're far too pretty to be a joke. That's all right. Okay, yeah. I apologize for the interruption. Please carry on. Uh, I can. Can I piggyback on your point? Um, the the battalions in the Zinch book. You absolutely can. Suck for for Arcanites. Like the amount of cost you have to put into into some of them like there's one that's like with the acolytes you need like three units of acolytes any unit is angors and then probably need some sky fires like they all seem to need things that don't necessarily make sense within the battalion um it's just really dumb i think horrors make sense horrors make sense horrors are pain in the butt yeah. Oh yeah. It's like some of them were really well written, and the rest of them were like, "Oh, we didn't do one for these guys." Well, just whatever. Yeah. The screamers got play. I think they were pretty good. But this isn't an episode yeah, about daughters. Of the, the yeah, I know. I know. I just, <laughs> we're getting off the tracks for real I have good. To talk about. I have to talk about the things that I know about before we get into daughters' Kane. So, anyways, I've been playing a lot of TTS, and <laughs> Christmas was good. It was isolated, as it should have been for most people responsible. and uh yeah uh my wife's been going pretty hard into her idna deepkin painting them up we got some games in it's been good and been like i said a lot of tts and still painting away on my backgrounds gotta hammer that Mm -hmm. out and then i'll move on to my daughters 
And then for uh, Secret Santa, I got uh, Exorcist Machine. What is it? Jeff, oh, you know that. Penitent Engine? No, no, the missile one. Uh, the one, it's the one looks like a... Yeah, Exorcist. Yeah. It's a church bus. Yep. <laughs> why? Well, all right. Why did you get a Sisters of Battle? Tank? Joe Pagano got it for me because I kind of mentioned that uh, my next 40K army that I do will be Sisters of Oh, really? Yeah. I, I thought you were talking about our Club Secret Santa. Nope. Club Secret Santa that I got for uh, George. He got me the painted Raven Guard librarian. And it's got on the one shoulder pad, it has my last name, and it looks amazing. George took a sweet ass time. Awesome. And was like two yeah, weeks I after you were Christmas. Doing Blood Ravens. Yeah, Blood Ravens. Yep. What did I say? Yeah. Yeah. So, which makes the church bus make even less sense. Yeah, sorry. But anyway. So I will be well, that's cool. I, yeah, I'll be doing Blood Ravens, but my next 40k army after that will be sisters because they're really cool. And I really want to paint that uh, they are really cool. What is it? The big scene, the diorama with the church. Oh, that with sanctum. The, yeah, the battle the sanctum. sanctum. Yeah, that's that's such a cool model. That's or, so interesting, Mark. Yeah. Saint Catherine. Nope. Is it Saint Catherine? You're talking about Saint Catherine, the procession. Is yeah. the procession or the big temple? No, the procession. That was not a yes or no answer. Okay, the procession. Okay, yeah, that's that's uh, that's Saint Catherine. She's terrible, or at least she was. The new terrain rules might make it a little. Oh, she got some really good buffs. They played on our. They played her on tabletop tactics. She gives shit buffs, but she has like eighteen wounds and can be targeted. So she's just yeah. like. Yeah. Dayton, I want you to to sculpt a bunch of monks going behind it. Uh, with tablets where they smack their Whack heads. themselves oh, yeah. in the head, yes. Mighty Python. Yeah. Uh, that's another thing, too. I purchased a couple 3D printers. I did an episode with Rob, and he was talking about 3D printers and how awesome they were. We were <laughs> BSing about it. And then I don't half-ass any hobby or anything I get into. So within that day, I ordered a 3D printer resin, not resin, uh, filament 3D printer. The same one that he got, the whatever pro. Ender 3 Pro. Yeah, Ender 3 Pro. And then I screwed up on the site and ordered two of them. So then I sold one to Bud Tastic's mom. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I thought you were going to give it to your brother. Yeah, that was if I couldn't sell it. But uh, I found a buyer. <laughs> it turns out it was Bud's mom. Yeah. So then what did you give your brother for his birthday? Uh, $150 bottle of scotch. Oh, well. Which he'll have more use out of because really the 3D <laughs> printing thing was like me forcing technology on my brother that he would probably never do on his own. <laughs> um, and then I bought a resin printer as well, which is already, I received it. It's sitting in the corner there. Ah, oh, I do that, see it. That blue guy. There it that is. 80 yeah. cubic mono EX or SE. I have a question. How much dust is currently sitting on it? And is How there an over just under? Got, is there an over under for six months? No, I already have. Uh, I don't have resin right now, <laughs> and I'm waiting on my curing and washing station to arrive as well before I can start actually doing prints. Because resin, there's a big process. It's not just print and go. There's actually quite a bit to it. But uh, I already have files loaded up on the USB drive, and they are ready to start mowing down. And honestly, I'll probably start playing Frostgrave quite a bit because it's a cool game. When are you going to find the time? Uh, wife and I can find time. All the time in the world. Yeah, like, Ooh. we're not going anywhere. This pandemic, like, is not going Never anywhere Never going to end. Yeah. No. 
I but mean, even uh, the most rosy estimations have it uh, August or October of this year. Yeah, it's gonna be sad. I don't know if Nashcon's gonna be a thing. Yeah, which is it sounds really, like it's right at the edge. Really unfortunate if that doesn't pull, but I'm already decided that if it doesn't go with nashcon i'm going to be renovating the bathroom so <laughs> just as good hey Honestly. maybe you can come to menocon that that was my august tournament that i ran just before things got bad in manitoba again well yeah maybe <laughs> it's, there you go. it's only 14 hour drive dayton i know we're supposed to meet up in, in moose jaw yeah moose jaw the, the, the town name is down brian Mulroo. you know what i love canadian town names this is amazing <laughs> moose jaw remember that episode where with rob that we did uh is yes, it a condom yes. or a cfl team <laughs> the blue oh, i love i love <laughs> rough riders yeah not just one rough riders but two rough riders oh both the cfl was both Alouette definitely is one. Yeah, that's that's a tricky one too. Anyways, uh, <laughs> tune into that old episode. <laughs> All right. Yes. Uh, we'll go on a little bit of a commercial break. I doubt we have any new commercials. I don't think anyone's been doing anything. Uh, Mini Mag Bro did not do a commercial, but they sponsor, so go buy some Mini Mag Bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> do it. Do and, it. It's cool. And we'll be back. What's up? This is Josh from the Low Ranking Family. Sending a shout out to the beauties from Party at the All Points. Thanks for keeping Sigmar sexy. Yeah, welcome back. I'm sure that was really entertaining uh, advertisement, whoever that was. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, you. You, you wonderful person. Yeah, buddies, do an advertisement and throw it in there. Okay. <laughs> I will. All right, so we're going to deep dive Darzakane, believe it or not. We're eventually going to get there. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah. And Bud's got like no experience against stars of Kane, but yeah. <laughs> it's fine. that's why I'm here. Hey, this is a panel of experts, all right. <laughs> all right, we'll do a rundown now. Daughters of Kane are a faction that was breaking out of the Dark Elves with Marathi being the yes. what's the lore wise behind it. She was claiming that she was speaking to Kane, she was the embodiment of Kane, essentially. She, she was, was trying Kane's to bring avatar, yeah. And she was well, trying to. Yeah, she bring... told the Knights. Yeah, she told the Knights that she was trying to resurrect him, but in fact, she knew that he was dead and gone, and she was conning them and basically taking. He wasn't all necessarily their power dead and gone. Like there were still aspects of Cain, and she took it. Like she has his heart, right? That's what she's holding, and that's what gives her a lot of her power too. Was the the heart of Cain? But anyways. Uh... <laughs> There's lots of lore. It's great. It's really evolved too with Broken Realms, and we're waiting for more Broken Realms, and we're also waiting for a winter FAQ. But supposedly that's coming out soon. Yeah, so thanks, GW. Yeah, thanks, GW. We're not doing anything else. Don't worry. <laughs> we don't all play 40k, GW. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they all, so all the units get a six-up uh, wound to get, like save after. Uh, called yep. the fanat- fanat- fanatical faith. See, there's my minis. <laughs> Mispronunciation. Uh, You're doing great, man. You're making my job so easy. Uh, Where's Price? Price. Uh, Bud writes, uh, friendly daughters of Kane units came to the ability each battle rounds. So each battle round, they get uh, a new ability and it's commutative with all their other abilities. So in the first round, they can re-roll run rolls of one. Second round, they get to re-roll ones when making charge rolls. 
Three is the fun one. Three reroll ones to hit. And Avatars of Canes are animated. Uh, it's one of their models that's on their shrines. Yeah. Or you can it's take like a big altar too. thing that has a statue. He's actually pretty good. He, he goes hard. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, round four, reroll wound rolls of one. And round five is reroll save rolls of one, and they're immune to Battleshock. But Battleshock isn't really an issue with this army, anyways. But that's the general consensus. They have a lot of prayers that they depend upon. They do have a lot of magic as well that's really strong. And they have one of the better single unit models in the game. And she yeah, got a lot better <laughs> with Broken Realms. She got she got buffed pretty good. But uh, she's another interesting. Model. Hey, new guy, what, what what'd you throw at us? Hey, um, okay. So my my uh, deep professional experience with Daughters of Cain involves two game games against Dayton. Um, and so just quick quick thoughts on my games <laughs> against Dayton. I have that the uh, the five up five up rerolling save thing. Um, Wow, you can you can soak up a lot of damage uh, with that. So yeah, for a bunch of women running around in very little cloth and armor, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really durable. And I mean, just for frame of reference for all you folks out there, what he's talking about is the Hagnar City ability, basically um, the command trait for your general. That six plus fanatical devotion becomes a five plus for units within seven of your general yep they're not wholly within yep. just within yeah no just within which is great yeah seven would otherwise be far too restrictive to be useful yeah that was the other thing i noticed about the the army playing against it it's like what you don't have to be wholly within for a bunch of these it's just yeah. dumb um, that's my that's my take on some of the daughters of Cain. That's dumb. Just, you know what? Dumb. I came on this podcast and just shit on them. They suck. Real fun. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my advice for an army: don't yeah. fucking do it. Yeah, don't do it, man. Um, okay, so I didn't I didn't really know any of the battalions, so I didn't do any battalions, but uh, I definitely picked Hagnar just for that. Uh, just having a bunch of naked women with survivability, uh, I feel is very important. Uh, it's got Marathi and the Shadow Queen because it's just too cool not to have. And then a couple of Hag Queens and a Slaughter Queen because they're so cheap, uh, yet they do so much to buff your important battle line units. Which also, like, Witch Elves, 10 for 100 points is just Witch ludicrous. Uh, the, the Witch ones. Um, <laughs> Word uh, games by Dayton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely uh, gave the Witch Elves the armed them with a pair of sacrificial knives. Just I think having an extra attack is so cool. Uh, yeah. And I think that's better. I, I like. I think a good offense is better than a good defense. Even though I said Hagnar, but you know, like throw it as many attacks as you can. <laughs> Kill people before they can attack you. So two units of thirty Witch Elves with the pairs of sacrificial knives, and then a unit of twenty Sisters of Slaughter. Uh, with the whips and sacrificial knives, and then um, two units of Canary Heart Renders. Just like it's really annoying to have units drop down on you and start sniping at your uh, your characters. I've been a personal experience. I've experienced that personally. So 
Why'd you go with the Solar Queen? Um, what was that she has? She, she can deny she spells. Yep. And if you like... make her her general, you can right. do the pile in an attack. Right. So But only I if would... she's your general. But but you can make her the general and then Marathi. Yeah, Marathi doesn't have to be your general, but she counts as a general for right. any rule system. Yeah. So it's like, hey, there there you've got another character with a 12-inch aura of uh, auto-passing Battleshock or um, just some of, some of those other command abilities uh, that are available to you in the General's Handbook. <laughs> yeah, she has the or- orgy of slaughter. Yeah. Picking it within 14 inches in the hero phase. If they're within three inches of an enemy unit, they can pile in an attack. Yeah. And so you have a, a th- I think with this army, you have a couple of opportunities to uh, pile in an attack because Marathi has that as well, does she not? Yeah. The, not the avatar, like not her godhood, big snake, but the, the little version. Right. So 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 yeah. What uh, do you got? Any relics or anything? Or no, I like again. I, I've I've tried looking through uh, AOS reminders. Uh, there's a shout out. Um, just looking for um, what some of these things do. But I, I left like I even left. Um, that's what only spells? nineteen. That's only nineteen hundred twenty points. So there is opportunity in there. Um, you could throw another. You could throw Canari. By a command point. You can yeah. do command point, or you can do Canari. Uh, not the Heart Renders, Life Stealers. They're eighty points for five. Yeah, they are for a deep um, striking unit. And then you also like yeah. I don't know if if endless spells if that's something that is is used if Daughters of Cain would make use of if there's anything in there that they'd make use of. But. Yeah, you usually don't see them too often. Yeah, like there's no, they're so point stretched. For what they want in their army, you don't really see a whole lot of endless spells. Yeah, at least what what I've I mean, seen. I guess maybe since you could do a <clears throat> bridge, perhaps. Yeah. You know, although they're so fast, that's not like, that's not the worst thing to do. Yeah, they're all yeah, ready I to mean, charge I, it. I, don't, <laughs> I know. I'm like literally just thinking of anything that would complement them. Um, Geminids. Maybe prismatic palisades to protect a character or something. You know, so. If you if and if you wanted to like run across the whole board just to make a point, like you put cogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I include that in every Gotrek list. So. <laughs> and yeah, Sisters of Slaughter are awesome. Uh, you get a, it's it seems like a big when you're looking at the lists, because uh, the witch elves are. You can get up to four attacks when they're near um, a priest with the double blades. Yeah. And that's huge. Whereas the Sisters of Slaughter's only have two attacks, but the Sisters of Slaughter can pile in six inches, yep. which is so good. Because you can yeah. run them back like five inches from an enemy on your turn yeah. and then just pile them in an attack <laughs> and deny yeah. them. You do that last in your turn, and then your opponent doesn't get to attack back. Because it's the last move on your turn, so therefore they can't retaliate. It's stupid. Yep, stupid. It's dumb. <laughs> dumb, <laughs> awesome. Dumb, awesome. 
Oh my god. But they're they, so uh, cheap. How like uh why are they so cheap? As an army to build, I can tell you right now that's it, they're a pain in the ass. Which yeah, is suck. <laughs> I got so many of them and there's a couple that have already broken. Surprisingly enough, a lot of the, the yeah. snakes have actually broken on me more than the witch elves. That's With wild their, to me. Their spears going out. Oh, yeah. yeah mm. They they break quite a bit. So I've already mm. had a few. But they're super awesome models. Whips come off like crazy. Yeah, I can see that. That's that new house you just bought? You got a dungeon? Uh, huh? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> Whips in a dungeon? Yeah, basically. Now you got my attention. All right, my list is probably going to be pretty similar to Bud's. Um, so why don't we go with Jeff? Because <laughs> <laughs> Jeff always brings out something cool and crazy. Well, I guess. Okay. So my list is uh, going to be a lot different from these guys. Um, I drew a lot Jeff, of Jeff. You're just a lot different. Let's be fair. This is hey, very Jeff's a great guy. Leave him alone. He's good. This is very true. Hey, I'm, and that, I'm, I'm that, sorry. What you said I'm is sorry, Jeff. Perfect, I'm sorry, but <laughs> yeah, not true. Um, okay, so I drew a lot of inspiration from the new Marathi book for my list, um, and I did in fact go for the Scaff Coven uh, Battalion, which is um, either a Bloodrack Medusa or a Melisai Iron Scale, which the Iron Scale is kind of like a melee type character. She's got range. She's she got does, three yeah, she has, yeah, yeah. Actually pretty the, good. I, Sorry, when I said melee, I meant she's more like a combat character rather than a buffing tool. Um, yeah, but she's bold, she doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't have she doesn't have any spells. I, I am like not communicating clearly. She's not a wizard. In, Jeff, a, in, a, in any army, if you could pick a unit and let them run 2d6 and still charge, would you think yeah. that buff is worthwhile? It's pretty damn good. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what I, my point was is that she's not a wizard and wizards are a premium in this game. Um, so um, it's kind of like, you know, I can take her or I can take a wizard type character. Um, and so I have her. I like number one, she's very good. And number two, I like the variety. Um, and I have three units of uh, the Blood Sisters, which are the snake bitches with the spears. Which and have then, changed now with the Broken Realms as well. Yes. They do their um, mortal wounds their on mortal the end of the battle phase now. Yeah, yeah. But it's every but model in the unit. <laughs> the value there is that if you make a Blood Rack Medusa, your your general their battle line yep so i have three units of those three units of five of the blood sisters and they're my battle line choices um and then i have two units of blood stalkers that are 10 and taking advantage of the new shooting yeah so basically they did not increase in points whatsoever and they got an additional attack yes. and they proc mortal so wounds on sixes but if you're archeon they do. bud they doesn't Free care roll. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I have two units of 10 of them and then two units of the Kenrai Heart Renders. Um, those are the, the shooter ones that are excellent. Javelins. Drop down. Well, yeah, yeah, the Javelins, when they drop down, are Ren 2, which is fan-fucking-tastic. And then they can move. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they have a lot of rules and they're all really good. Um, so I put pretty much my entire army, except for a couple of heroes, into that battalion. 
and the battalion's bonus is um, you don't take battle shock for any of the units in there. So my entire army just gives the middle finger to battle shock. Um, now, what's interesting about the lore for Daughters of Cain is that they're actually one of the um, one of the few like armies that can actually take advantage of um, of your bravery. Like they have spells that will reduce your bravery and then another spell you can cast that does extra damage based on being higher bravery. Mind Razor. So, it, yes, exactly. So Mind Razor and Shroud of Despair. So um, this the, the characters in this list try to take advantage of that. Now I've got a... I've got that battalion that I just described. It doesn't have any casters in it, but um, I've got a blood rack shrine, which is basically like the hag queen shrine, except with a snake bitch on it. And, and um, she's got no, a big mirror. Yeah. And I'm no sure avatar. she's not a bitch. I'm sure she's very nice. And I'm sure she is. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so she is my warlord and she has a hundred or a thousand and one dark blessings. It's a relic. Uh, it gives me plus one of my saves. Because that thing's going to be a big target, so I tried to make it. I was very, very tempted to go with um, the city that gives minus one to be hit from shooting attacks. I was very tempted to do that, but the reason why I didn't was, number one, the five plus um, ignore damage, but also Hagnar is great for offense as well because they take the turn three blessing that you get for the army of rerolling ones to hit and it makes them reroll everything so that's really really good um so having those archers be able to reroll all their hits is fantastic um so and that's except you don't be a have that because <laughs> hmm? except you don't have that what do you mean did you go ahead Nar? yes oh i thought you took one of the new no, I, I took, you took a battalion, one. but it doesn't require you to take the Zinthargai. Uh, oh, sweet. We all took Hagnar. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Hagnar is tough to walk away from, man. It's so good. It has everything. It has both offense and defense and an excellent command trait. I mean, you know, there's just really no drawbacks from it. it it's um, tough. It's real tough. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the only one that was really piquing my interest was the one that gives the whole army minus one to be hit with shooting. Um, just because this is such a shooting meta and it would help protect my characters a little bit longer. So like the small ones would be minus two and the big guy, the, the big altar is minus one. It would bog down some offense, but... Um, nice to say about that. Uh, you're seven. talking about Calbron with the minus one to hit, but yes. you also get the command yeah. ability yeah. to relocate a unit. Yes, and I really thought about it. I really did. Uh, yeah. it was, it, you if you don't see Hagnar, if you don't see Hagnar, you see Calbron. It's yeah. them. Yeah. So you could sell me on either, but I decided to go with just the easy. When you want to be the hipster, hipster daughter to Kane, you go Hagnar. <laughs> That's for friggin' uh, Jacob. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so my big shrine has the plus one save because that's a good thing to have there. Um, that gives her a three plus, I believe. And, uh, and then a three plus five plus plus. So. Uh, then I've got Shroud of Despair for her spell. That's that's one that drops uh, your bravery by one or D3 if I roll well. And then I've got a regular Medusa on foot. And she's got Mind Razor, which is um, you cast it on an enemy. And um, 
or no, no, no. You cast it on a friendly, and it gives their weapons plus one AP or plus one rend. I'm sorry. And then um, if their bravery, bravery is higher than their target, you're plus one damage. So these two spells work together. So I'm kind of taking advantage of their unique elements of the lore, which capitalize on something that is ill used because bravery usually does not ever work out. Any plan that involves messing with people's bravery almost Let's always play fails. <laughs> but I mean, this is one of the cases where it actually does work. So um, I did do that. And then I have a hag queen, which is basically a um, witch elf priest. That's her whole purpose is to tap into the prayers that they get. And she has an iron circlet for a relic. And that lets me reroll ones for that prayer. Yeah, they're and, one uh, of the old school prayers where they only need three ups to get them. Yeah. So it's uh, re roll three, reroll ones. So I've got pretty good odds of getting it. Um, and then uh, my prayer is Blessings of Cain, which yeah. lets me reroll that five plus. On yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. It, <laughs> five it, up, what five it up. does is because I'm playing with fewer models than, than like, for example, Budtastic's list. Um, since I have fewer models, it's really important that I try to get as much mileage out of them as I can. So I felt like that extra defense was going to be more worthwhile than taking. Um, I really wanted to do the exploding sixes. Um, there's a prayer where if you get a six to hit, it counts as two hits. It's only in melee, and my list is really more shoot first, melee second. So there was that incongruity on, on synergy, but... Uh, Ultimately, the defense for this style list is very important. I need to be able to make people have to commit more resources than, than they might otherwise because I don't have a very large army. So um, that extra defense is going to be critical. And that's the list. Now, what's nice about this list is that it, is, uh, it has four heroes, which is good. Um, and it is four drops. So against all but the upper crust, you're probably going to have a decent puncher chance of going first. If that's something you want. But you can get control of the board with your... If you decide you don't want to drop in the Kinerai from Reserve, then they're actually very fast. And um, you can really take advantage of gobbling up board space with them. And um, the snakes are on big bases, so you can spread out quite a bit. Like, it's still going to be an army that hovers around a central collection of characters because that general has the um, has the seven-inch aura around him for the five-plus, so you need to kind of stay close with your main offense. You know, like, anything that's going to receive a lot of attacks needs to be near your general. So you're going to have the two big units of ten shooters near your warlord, or, well, near your general, but it has a big footprint because they're big models. So um, this, this list does actually do a decent job of gobbling up board space. Okay. Uh, yeah. Any reason why you didn't choose to go Temple Nest for Battalion? Um, uh, I wanted to take advantage of this new Battalion. Yeah. I mean, maybe I, maybe I should have done a different one, but um, I was Temple like, you know what? Yeah. Temple Nest, if some... you can fit a Battalion in, Temple Nest is pretty nasty. Any hit ones to hit against those units, you suffer mortal wounds. Yeah. Wait, if you roll ones against that unit, then you take. Yeah, and you. So what it is? It's uh, blood rack Medusa, two units of stalkers, and two units of blood sisters. So the two types of snakes. Yeah. 
Yep. And any ones after rerolls to hit them, turn into mortal wounds against the enemy. <laughs> yeah, but I am completely immune to battle shock, which which is nice. So, you know, I don't have to worry about casualties. Right, and the- sometimes when you don't get the first turn, especially with Daughters of Cain, it's pretty hard to get the low drops, which you have managed to achieve, which is kind of rare. Um, it takes a turn for this army to get good. Yeah, they got they got to do the breaths. I think one of the big things I actually talked about too is the reason why Daughters of Cain kind of dropped out of popularity because they used to be a really top tier army that was very popular for a while. Yeah. Other than the people of just getting bored of playing the top tier lists, I think uh, Fire Slayers, once they got their new book, pretty much squashed Daughters of Cain because they did what Daughters of Cain did and just did it better. Like a slow moving yeah, brick like, that just was could bounce off melee yeah, like the, no one else. The, yeah, the the list originally kind of revolved around having just ridiculous durability. Yeah. You know, and this one, what I like about it is that it's a little more offense focused. Like, I do my work from shooting. So I've got like 40 shots with those bows. I mean, like, that's a lot of, that's a lot of shots coming in and they're quality shots too. So, and with potential for mortals. So this this list can actually generate quite a few mortals. There's nothing that you're safe against. I love you too, Dayton. <laughs> what? You we know, just show you what we're drinking. There's yeah, nothing wrong yeah. with this. I'm not stealing like your time. Yeah. You got great points. Yeah. I appreciate That's everything right. you say, Jeff. You're the smart one on the show. Did I just wake you up? You make these two idiots, these two Canadian idiots, look like they're smart and know what they're talking about. Okay. (laughs) I think that depends on who you ask. (laughs) Uh, I have a rationale for my list. It may not be the best, but whatever. No, but it's unique. Haters gonna hate. And I do appreciate. That's why I appreciate Split You. Okay. I like those snake models. Like. I do too. They're fun and flavorful. They're the better looking army. By far, they're neat. I would say they're neat. Two one models with four up. Yeah, I mean it's a lot of beef, man. You give them a four up with near the blood rack shine, the head cauldron blood. Head queen on cauldron blood will get them to the four up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean there's probably some changes that could be made, or I could dump the battalion and and go for another buffing piece. I mean that's and just like forget about trying to go first. But I, I, I and you say this I was have... four drops. It's four drops. Yeah, so that's, that's you're yeah. competing. Yeah. I mean, like you have a chance to go first against a lot of armies. Yeah. So, and I find that that is a premium bonus to have. So what was the, like with the battalion, what's the extra artifact that you take? Like what was the, um, the two artifacts that I took was thousand and one dark blessings. And then the, uh, iron circle, the iron circle, it lets me reroll ones for prayers. Yeah, prayers. Yeah. That's pretty big. Uh, which is a big deal. And then the thousand and one dark blessings is plus one of the saves on the shrine. Yeah. Because it's going to be such a target. I wanted to three up. A three plus. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I, I wanted mean, to try and give it a chance to live. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the points of that battalion, you look at like, you're going to get that. You got that extra artifact uh, like in your army. And yeah. you've got that. You've got that extra CP uh, mm-hmm. to use. So those are definitely and being completely immune to battle shock is yeah. very nice. I think snakes have like a seven or eight bravery, so yeah. it's not like they're above bravery, which they're makes them a good target not. for the mind razor. And yeah. well, and also it makes um, my 10 man squad less of a liability, yeah. 
you know, and so then like, if you don't... I have big expensive models and I don't have to worry about them being attritioned off through a bad roll. If you don't take so. the, if you don't want the durability, you can go for the more reliable casting as well. Yeah. The plus one save because daughters of Cain have tough spells to get off. Yeah. Well, there are these something cast on like, no, I think they're like seven five and no. Mine raiser seven. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Either way, I thought they were all less than. I thought they were you all less what? than seven. Take your facts <laughs> and you take them in that yeah. beer can and you just drink them. You know, don't, buddy. Don't I'm gonna. I'll look it up. Have a good list. I'm telling you right yeah. now. Mine razor is seven. <laughs> it's a hard spell to get off. Yeah. Oh, we lost Jeff. His video yeah. feeds out. He's That's he's oh, Hold on. No, no, no. I'm just looking it up. Hold on. So I think any any <laughs> time that you can fit in a battalion, like you have battalions that are actually good, I want to use them because. Getting yeah. that extra CP before the game without having to pay the 50 points, um, being able to get extra artifacts in that are that are very useful. Uh, I, like uh, that's why you know with with Zinch and cities and with um, with with uh, Gloomspite, like I'm some like couple of those books like cities and Zinch. I don't think have good battalions great battalions to use uh the gloom spite book does have better battalions and like i noticed the difference right away i'm like i'm a big fan anytime you can fit a battalion that's useful do it yeah okay so dayton is right mine razor is a seven the other one casts on a four way to go so, Dayton! yay the guy who plays the army is right <laughs> uh, they average out to five and a half though yeah so i was four. right I was actually right. They're easy to cast. You just suck at everything. Uh, all right. If you were better at rolling dice, it wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> yeah. Roll sixes. I know how to play the game. Roll sixes. Hey, man, it's an average. You should roll seven every time. Uh, it doesn't ever work out. I'm that really way. good at rolling ones. <laughs> Challenge I'm, I'm the guy who can fail three rolls with Kairos. So, just saying. <laughs> Twos and threes. Twos, Twos and threes. Flat, and I'm dead. Uh, all right. Game. So, I got uh, an army list that came, comes to 1990 <laughs> in points. It's Hegnar as well. Go figure. And I don't have this model yet. I'm going to buy her. She got a huge buff in Broken Realms. And that is uh, Marathi. Before you... Uh, she used to operate, if you weren't aware, you started her off as her human form, and then you can change her into her demonic form, her real form, which is the big snake god lady that she is. Um, she only suffered three wounds per uh, turn, but there's a way that you could do wounds from endless spells that was in between turns, so therefore you could still do three off of that. So there's a way to snipe her out a little worse than I think they well, GW wanted her to last a little longer and it she wasn't that way. Like she could be gone turn two. So there was a lot of reliability uh, with such a point heavy model on the board, especially so large. And then when you did change her to her attacking form, you lost her spell casting, which was pretty big because Dodgers of Cain have a lot of prayers they want to get off and they got a lot of spells that they want to get off. They got some of the best spells in the game, to be fair. The minus one to wound, or plus one to wound on a unit is pretty awesome. The lowering the bravery to make the Mind Razor proc. Like, Mind Razor is one of the best spells in the game. 
increasing your AP by one and then doing double damage or doing additional damage if your bravery is better is pretty awesome, especially with an army that has a really high bravery. But anyway, so I took uh, the Shadow Queen and Marathi. So the rules that have changed is you get both models and they can only ever suffer three damage around. Per turn. Per turn. Yep. So turn or route? I think it's turn because it makes reference to the first half of the battle round and the second half of the battle round. I was doing research today, Dayton. That's how much Whoa. I care about this show. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> but she's got, show first. what, 12 wounds? Yep. So you're, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, she's going to be around for a lot longer. And then you're not losing her casting because she gets plus one to cast. And she gets three casts with her human form, which is pretty baller. Yeah. So, so she's in there. And then to back her up is the Hag Queen on Cauldron of Blood. And she's your general for Hagnar. So she does the bubble off of the sh her big footprint, which is pretty easy to get that seven. And then anything within 14, wholly within 14 inches of it is uh, plus one to save as well. And then backing it up is a Hag Queen on foot. Because Hag Queens are awesome. They make your models immune to battle shock and also re-roll wounds. <laughs> and it's not even a roll. So then you get the prayers on top. Um, the Hag Queen on the Cauldron Blood took the Iron Circle that Jeff mentioned before is re-rolling that once on prayers, which is key because she's going to have the uh, Blessing of Cain, which allows you to re-roll your after damage save. So you get the 5-up, five 5-up, five which is huge. The Hag Queen on foot is going to back her up with the Catechism, which is sixes to hit, turn into two hits. And then for your battle line, you got I got two units of Sisters of Slaughter, two units of 30. So two big blocks of 30 of those. And a unit of 10 Witch Elves with the Bucklers and the Blade, because the five up is pretty good, especially when you start getting that with the... Yeah, the Mortals back and then the five up, five up. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Because uh, you're not really going to mince up. They still got two attacks each, but they're more of like just hanging around and taking objectives. So you want them to last. You don't want them to get sniped out. And then the Bloodstalkers, a unit of 10 Bloodstalkers. Uh, usually it's not enough to really significantly do much, but they're going to be hanging back with the human form of Marathi covering objectives because they got a 24-inch range with their bows, which pretty is actually, fantastic. yeah, it's pretty awesome. And now with their buff to do two attacks. And then the human form, Marathi can do the command ability to allow them to shoot in the hero phase as well. So that unit of 10 is now procking quite a bit. And what did the unit of 10 do to Lord of Change? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just like gone. <laughs> yeah. Bye, Lord of Change. You're a Lord of Gone. <laughs> Lord of Spare Change. Lord of Don't Let the Door Hit You in the Ass on the Way Out. <laughs> uh so they're expensive like it's 240 points or 280 points for just 10 but they're two yeah. um, two wound models they're decent in combat they're not that horrible so if they want to time up with a weak unit it's not going to work that way and their their shooting attack is really good uh yeah they're good they're yeah. very good so yeah basically you're going to be heading down the board with marathi your big distraction carnivax and <laughs> The fact that she can only take three wounds is key. I know I played against Joe Bagano in TTS and he ran the three blood. Um, what are they? The uh, the demons, the corn. Yeah. 
bloodthirsters. Bloodthirsters. He ran the three bloodthirsters where they proc off each other and the general attacks first, no matter what. And then they all just hit and do mortal wounds like crazy. So having a unit that can only take three damage and then hit back is pretty significant. There's a lot of that combat priority that still takes place in this game, especially when you start playing against Slaanesh. And it's nice to have a model that can you don't even have to choose to attack first with. You can choose yeah. to attack with your 30 sisters that are more I, fragile. I know it's so. going to be there at the end of the battle round, so I don't have right. to worry. And she punches bigger than she used to. They also updated her attack power yeah. as well. She got a lot more powerful on offense. Like She can do 24 damage with just one weapon. Yeah, And then that she's your prime target for Mind Razor as well. Yeah. Because her bravery is super high too. Yeah, she's, yeah. Uh, I, she's a demon. Yeah, or God, one or the other. She. Uh, so yeah, I. That's the only piece I'm missing out that I need to get. So I'll be grabbing her. But the rest of the models I have all assembled. Awesome. Um, I really like Blood Sisters. I have another list that kind of runs with them because they're they're really buff. They're really tough, especially now with the new uh, character that allows them to run the the 2d6 run and charge is pretty awesome. And the fact that they can, you can chain them out. So you get like a big unit of 20 and then you chain them out into a couple of units. And at the end of the phase, when you do your mortals, you can just pick one of the units that they're engaged with. And every one of them will do a mortal on a four up. And that's how you take out Archeon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a unit of 10 blood sisters or how many? 20. Blood it was 20 originally. That was 20. Okay. And it was like in the center of the board. <laughs> so yeah, they, they stick around for a while. They do a lot. They go hard. That was dumb. <laughs> Can't wait for our next game. <laughs> Jeff, yeah, get into right. TTS. Seriously, you got to get. Because the fact that you start playing at games again is huge. Like, I was missing. Like, we were going to talk. Like, I've kept in the know-how because I'm interacting with the people that play the game. And I yeah. gotta, we're content creators. So we're going to pay attention and get enthusiastic because we love doing podcasts. And a couple of people listen. Thanks, Germany. Turns out. Yeah, oh, yeah. Deutsche how how about... about Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but can speak How, German. How's about a shout out to our of our little uh, sauerkrauts out there? Thank you, boys, <laughs> for tuning in. Much appreciated. I love sausages, so you know, hey, go Germany. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> Bud, you want to take it away? <laughs> yeah, das ist sehr gut. Uh, die deutsche Menschen ist wunderbar. Danke schön <laughs> for having the uh, podcast gehört. Und uh, tschüss. <laughs> so yeah but can speak german awesome that was that didn't actually influence my decision on who to bring in on the show to replace bryce by the way it's just a happy coincidence joyful yes yeah we got to appeal to the majority of our audience yeah uh to be fair it's america is our number one downloads canada in second and england in third but we got a statement showing your rankings and I think we're like 12th in Germany or something like that. Yeah. We're surprisingly good in Germany, which is so odd to me. It either but means hey, you know what? we're good in Germany or they just or have nothing to listen to. And there's no competition. <laughs> They're like, what is this crap? Yeah. What is loss? <laughs> well, Hey, you know what? If y'all are listening, cause y'all want to, well, thanks. Awesome. Glad to provide a service that y'all actually want. So, yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, we're here for season two for sure. 
and hopefully we're going to get into the tournaments and this will be a different podcast because we could talk about our tournament playing experience yeah like yeah. how we had originally planned this <laughs> thing went down back, and, fast, back in march <laughs> yeah what a shit show <laughs> oops but i mean at least i have a, a co-host on here that i might be able to play against yeah Personally. you know it sounds like you know like i guess i'm more susceptible to peer pressure than i realized tts man get yeah. done like it's really for, simple for me it was about being being able to play people that uh like dayton and joe and rob like there's no way it would be maybe once a year or every or five once years, in a lifetime or once in a lifetime that i would get to actually be on the tabletop with these people but yep. just to be able to hang out and have someone to play against during these shutdown times and even after, like, I don't know, maybe Dayton will play TTS with me even when there are tournaments again. Um, we'll, we'll see. I'll beg, like, Dayton, please. please I'll play Tina. Man. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Tina will sit there. It's like, I don't even know what I should be doing. Uh, there's way too many rules. Uh, how about you just move the models? I'll click to roll the dice and you figure everything out. I'm going to knit. <laughs> <laughs> you that's sock funny. buddy yeah that's how we play <laughs> pandemic by the way oh yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> good times <laughs> all right well this is an easy out uh we've run in a little bit if i told about it was about an hour but eh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's plus or minus yeah i mean it's the first episode back after four weeks so we got a little bit to talk about but uh, we'll be back to our regular scheduling of every second week, so bi-weekly. Every two weeks. Yeah. Wow. As soon as my okay. wife, Nicole, puts this out, it'll be available. So, Thank you, <laughs> And uh, reach out on TTS. I'm always looking for people to play, especially on my Honest days off. He is. Anybody want to play? Anybody yeah, it's one play. Hey, I want to play. play. I'm playing my Squiggle Anch next time we play, though. Yeah, do that. Bring it. Definitely. I want to see the... I want to see the... Bring out the new battalion. I'll try. I gotta. I want to see that new, uh, the new Squig Battalion come out at me. Yeah, <laughs> bite the moon. Nah. All right. <laughs> Sorry. All right, you bunch of weirdos. Jeff, man, it's always good to BS with you. Thanks for coming on. All and right, guys. Our yeah, new co-host, Bud, for a bit until price yep. goes on and kicks you off. Bud for okay. the day. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> a rent a bud. Yeah, rent a bud. <laughs> <laughs> like that. <laughs> Low rates. <laughs> I can be a, I can be your friend for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. that's always the rule, though. If I'm going to be on the intro, uh, you have to be on the show at least once. And you know, two years ago, he was, uh, he was down the corner slinging out <laughs> intros for people. Yeah. <laughs> Come now on, look man. at you, bud. You're <laughs> on many intro, a podcast. <laughs> Listen to He's by tens of people. <laughs> Yes. Uh, who yeah. knows? Maybe we'll get Tomb, yeah, Tomb King Tristan on here too. And then we'll really be party at the A points. Yeah. There you go. But this is Dayton Obrey signing off, episode 22. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs> <laughs>